Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. I love the presence of the Lord. How about y'all? Oh, man. Thank you, worship team, for just ushering us in. Thank you so much for having your hearts prepared and ready to, to, uh, to go before us and lead us into the throne room. Amen. 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 Well, we're excited this morning. We have declared that this is March Missions, that this month is going to be an exciting time to really uh, delve into the heart of what CCAM is all about. This is the closest thing to Paul and I's heart. I think from the moment that God began to call us, I know even for me as a young girl and as a young boy for him, that uh, there was a call um, to to see something bigger than what we were having right here. I remember the first time I went on a mission trip. I remember the first time God used me to speak on foreign soil. I remember the first time I got to do a mission locally. Um, and so it's powerful. It is the heart of the Father. Amen. It's what he said. He told us to go. And uh, so this whole month is going to be an exciting time of, of just finding out, you know, the, the vision and the, the provision and what we are striving to do here, a fruit that will remain, that goes beyond Minden, Louisiana, that goes beyond Constable Street. Amen. That goes beyond Louisiana. And so uh, we're excited next Sunday to welcome our pastor here. Pastor uh, Jerry Lackey from Botswana will be with our, us in the service uh, this coming uh, Sunday. And we're so excited to hear what he has. And this next couple have, have, have stepped into uh, a role that we're excited to, to release this morning. called Mumbo last year. I'll turn 61 this year at home, so I'll, I'll be here. But but you know tomorrow. Today it, it is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yes. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow the sixth. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So I'm, I'm 61 then. <laughs> Just becomes official tomorrow. But um, you know all of the missions that we do. I mean, God never told Ginger not to build a church. He said. But, got to build a world outreach center and we started at home and that's where it starts you know you, you you don't have to you don't have to complete one task to do a bunch of tasks that's what we've got that's why we've got 21 churches right now under construction around the world uh, but you know what's just as important as that Joe LeBlanc food pantry generation house simply start whatever you know whatever we're doing whatever we're doing. It's all missions. Yes. Your mission is people. That's what, that's what people don't understand. It's not where you're going. It's who you're trying to reach. It's who yes. you're, that, that's missions. That is your mission. The people are your mission. That's right. And nobody understands that better than, than uh, Justin and Emily. And uh, we'd like to have them come up and, come and just share with us. With come on, give them a hand. Hallelujah. Right. 
So I was told last night I can't be too stern or I can't be too funny. So uh, I was messing with them. <laughs> just be patient with me these first few minutes as I find that middle ground. Uh, so um, no crude jokes. Yeah, no crude jokes. I already made somebody mad today before I even got up here. So, um, so we are the, as you guys know, we are the new mission coordinators. Uh, we have been doing actually missions for 11 years, which by coincidence, that's how long we've been here. Uh, I was 19 and Emily was 17. Uh, weren't married at the time because, you know, we couldn't legally get married. So, uh, you know, so, you know, we got, we got married in this church. We grew up in this church and, um, our first introductions to missions was in this church because when we first started coming, you know, we had a little bit more time on our hands. So we were, um, we were really here whenever the doors were open. You know, we were here for the food pantry, uh, other activities. Um, you know, we've done a lot um, locally as well with other churches that Pastor Paul and Ginger trust. And, um, you know, the goal, like Pastor Paul and Ginger said, you know, the goal of the mission is to serve people. And it doesn't really matter where you're at. So I was, I'm just going to let Emily go into just uh, just why local missions is important and, you know, how significant it really is. And it's really the, the identity of who we are. So, Okay, so um, when we first started coming to CCAM, I, we drew, drew to Paul's mes- message of doing something. And from that point on, I just kept serving, putting my hand wherever it was needed. Just kept going, put put my feet forward, and Justin came along, you know, and did it too. And um, just, of course, at the beginning, I had that fire to just do something constantly, just to be here, do there, do this, do that. And when I look back, I realized over time how important and crucial that was for not only me, but everyone around me and my family and Justin and just our life, you know, together. And because I say that because missions, just like we have been talking about, it's not just about that one thing that you're doing. It's a ripple effect. It affects everything that you do every day. Um, Missions is here just as important at the the food pantry than it is when we're in Botswana. It doesn't change. The mission doesn't change. You're meant for people. You're meant to change people. You're meant to be there for people. Um, So... I, over time, Jesus revealed pieces of the puzzle to me, and it's just crazy to see the visions that he has given me over time of a mission work, of just, um, um, for me and Justin, and, but we aren't meant to know everything at once, so if it was just taking out the trash, or if it was just being here on a Saturday morning when you were tired all week helping out the food pantry, or if it was just... And I'm not saying that to talk about us and talk about me, but I'm saying I'm just trying to get across the importance of when you think you don't feel like it, that's probably when you should be doing it the most. (laughs) Every time I've done it when I didn't feel like it, God always did something bigger every single time. (laughs) Yeah, I know I'm not. (laughs) Um, That's where our marriage works because we're not boring people. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I struggle. Um, so if you can pull up the Matthew ten thirty nine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Used to doing that. 
So if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. So this idea of just serving and just doing things for Jesus and doing things for his people is just you're constantly surrendering yourself. You're constantly surrendering and putting down who you are so that you can surrender to his desires and who he is and what he wants to do for people around you. Um, Because it's not meant to be withheld. It's not meant to hold on to because there's so much inside of us that he is wanting to put forth for the people beside us. Because I personally have had to learn that confidence of building up inside of me, that boldness to say, yeah, I may be not feeling like doing it right now. Yeah, I may think less of myself right now. But every single time I push past that, he shows me who I am. Because when he shows me who I am, I'm able to love the person beside me. Because we cannot do it without him. We just can't. It's not possible. Um, Jesus, you know, he when he came... And he's here on this earth. He, he served and he went all the time. So that's why he tells us to go because he wants us to be in the kingdom with him. Um, so I just say all to say that it's just as, as important here as it is overseas. Uh, so while we were doing something here, God was doing something in us and he was really during that time preparing us and opening the door to us to the nations. Um, so if you throw my scripture up there, it's Acts 1-8. This is the, the Passion Translation. It says, but I promise you this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power and you will be by messengers to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places on earth. So, um, Pastor Paul said, I think it was the summer of 2017, um, I got to go to Tanzania uh, with Pastor Paul, and we went and did um, one of Egan's crusades. Uh, They put on multiple crusades throughout the year in these villages in Tanzania, um, and they're strategically placed. You know, it's just, you know, all right, we need to go here because, you know, there's needs there. so, this is my first time going anywhere. Um, like Emily said, uh, you know, Jesus told them to start in Jerusalem because that was the nearest place to them. And that's where we started in Menden. So, I skipped, so I skipped from, uh, I skipped Judea, the distant provinces, and I went to remote. So, I went, you know, from Jerusalem to remote. So, you know, uh, and we were originally supposed to, you know, I was just told to get a passport. I said, okay, you know, um, I'll get a passport. Uh, we, were, we were talking about going to Bulgaria. I said, yeah, we'll go, we'll go to Bulgaria. We'll hang out by the Black Sea and visit Lubantania. I said, that, that sounds great. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but instead of, you know, one, one nine-hour flight, we had uh, we added one more nine-hour flight. Instead of the Black Sea, I was covered in red dust uh, throughout the week. Um, you know, instead of those nice vegetables you guys talk about, I was eating rice and beans and uh, and cornstarch. Uh, so, um, but what I got in Tanzania, and there's nothing, I'm not saying nothing bad against Bulgaria or speaking, um, you know, I mean, what we do there is great too, but there's something in Tanzania that I needed to get that I could not get in Bulgaria. Um, Because, you know, when I 
chose to step upon my, over myself and live beyond myself, I was seized with the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, I remember the first, the first day of the crusade. I mean, it, and it's, you know, you go to these crusades, and to be honest, they're violent. They can be violent. Um, there's uh, manifestations going on, and they, you know, carry them and put them behind the, the, the stage. And it's just this, and they call it the pit. And, um, you know, Pastor Paul's like, you yeah, know, just be careful down there. And the first day, I mean, I was in there. And I, I mean, I was just so beyond myself that I was, um, you know, I was seized with power. I surrendered to myself. I, there, there's power in yes, but there's also power in okay. When someone tells you to do something, you say, okay. <laughs> um, so um, just, you know, there's something in me that um, was really um, awakened during that trip. You know, going, you know, two days across the country to Tanzania on red dirt and eating rice and beans and uh, ugali, which is the uh, white corn starch. And, um, you know, just kind of, you know, being in the middle of the battleground, you know, being in that remote place, being and seeing, you know, salvations and um, deliverance happen. I mean, there's, you know, witch doctors that are getting saved and delivered. There's um, Muslims that are just coming to these crusades and, you know, just getting saved, delivered, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And it was like a, it was like a drug. I mean, I was immediately hooked to um, the Great Commission of going. You know, we can't, you know, the, first, the last week, say, okay, I'm ready to get back home, you know. So you get back home and, uh, you know, sleep for a day. If you're Emily, you sleep for three days. Uh, and then you rest up. And I didn't like, know okay. where I was. I yeah. was out. So, okay, I'm, I am ready to get back. I'm ready to do, to do this again, to go to the remote place, to do what Jesus told us to do, being seized with the power of the Holy Spirit and uh, serving and loving people. So... This past summer, Emily got to go to her first mission trip across the globe to Botswana. And to be honest, uh, the Holy Spirit had to work on me because I remember one night, you know, we had a great cook in Monica, and she cooked us good food, and I'm just sitting there eating pizza mad. And it's like, I should be eating rice and beans and ugali right now, but I'm eating pizza, and, and the Holy Spirit convicted me. He said, look, the mission of the mission is to serve people when people are getting served. Um, so I'm going to let Emily uh, share her experience with Botswana because she didn't get to a lot when we came back because she was sick. <laughs> okay, so while we were in Botswana, I think the the biggest thing was that the people around us, they were all just so happy all the time. No matter what circumstance they were in, no matter what their situation was, the biggest thing I took away was just how joyful they were. Like the first, we, we did something that was similar to this food pantry, I'm sure you heard, but... We delivered, like, meat and vegetables and stuff to people. And the very first home that we went to was this very tiny, tiny room. And the man that was laying in his bed, and he's blind. And he just had the hugest smile on his face when he walked in. And, it, you know, you could literally almost feel the peace on them. You could notice it. And um, just the – and then the the – orphanage you know the Loretto house was just full of kids that were just you know um a lot of fun they were fun to go over there and love on them and just be with them and then we got to help out some of the women over there and do some things with them 
And the, while I was there, it was like God was just showing me more of what, you know, why I was there and just the heart of just the whole thing about serving. And um, we got to do the, the last night was the altar call when Tiffany called them up for salvation and it was all the kids from the week that we were able to go to the schools and do things with and give testimonies. And um, that was just the most uh, best experience because all these kids were up front to the altar and they were just surrendering, surrendering themselves to God. Um, and while we were in the schools, we got to do, like Tiffany and Angela got to go tell testimonies at like the high schools. And me and Justin were able to go to like some of the other schools and talk about our um, testimonies about school and college and just uh, who, how we are, who we are now versus, you know, when we first started, before we followed God, we weren't, we weren't following him fully. And then as we were dating, we you know, we started to do that. And then as we gave these testimonies, you could tell that these kids were just like sitting there, like listening and they were absorbing everything that we said. And it was just an experience of just, it wasn't probably what we expected when we, we expected to be probably working the entire time, but, but it was just more of like more ministry and more um, doing thing, whatever they want us to do, whatever God wants us to do. All right, so when we talk about missions from now on, uh, we are referencing world missions. Um, so just to give you guys just a little sneak peek of the um, ministries that we will be um, highlighting throughout the month. All of these ministries are uh, nested within Paul Gray International Ministries, which is our first mission ministry. Uh, you know, I had to mention him. He gets to, he has a primary sponsorship, so I had to had to mention him. Uh, so, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, you know, we know that Pastor Paul does a lot, right? He goes, you know, when we go to Tanzania, we do multiple crusades. We do. Um, seminars we go to Botswana we do pastor conferences uh, and uh, a lot of those I mean a few of those in Bulgaria as well uh, but we also have a lot of kingdom projects going on too and a lot of those trips consist of checking in on our investments which are always thriving so um, just to give you guys a little rundown of what we got going on um, across the globe so we you guys know Luba and Tanya uh, Petkoff from C3, C3 Church in Bulgaria. Uh, they are currently, it is the largest spirit-filled church in Eastern Europe. And um, as you guys saw, they are uh, building a, just a wonderful facility right in the middle of Bulgaria. And we're partnered with them on that. Uh, we just finished the hospital in the highlands of Papua New Guinea. That's not the, the across the globe. That's the end of the globe, right, Papua New Guinea? So, yeah. Um, we've partnered with Christ for a Nation and C3 LA to finish a church in Mozambique. Uh, we have um, helped build the largest uh, Mayan church in the world in Yucatan. We currently have 16 churches under construction in the Okaval Delta in Botswana, which we finished 14 last year, Planet 14 last year, right? Okay, and we currently are building a new church in Nambia in South Africa, which that's part of uh, part of Botswana, part of the the uh, the bush churches. So, last year we launched Base Camp, 
uh, which Botswana was the first official inaugural base camp where, you know, Pastor Paul had this idea of getting uh, a mission team together and going on mission trips. And the first one was Botswana. And it's, uh, it was so successful last year, and there's just so much we can do over there right now uh, that we decided that um, base camp 2023 will be in Botswana as well. Um, and that will be in July. And we have a total of 12 going. It was 10, but two people told me they're going. They told me last yesterday they weren't going. Now they're going again. So we got we got 12 going. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ginger and Izzy are going in June, right? Yeah. And then we have uh, we have a team going in early July. And then we have a couple going in late July. And uh, what we'll be what we'll be doing and how we will be serving. Uh, you know, love Botswana. I mean, they're just a huge. That's uh, Pastor Jan and Jerry's ministry. Uh, they have a huge just outreach ministry. Uh, wherever there is a need, there's a ministry for it. Um, so, like what Emily mentioned earlier, you know, we'll be going back to the Colorado House, the uh, orphanage, where um, they take in kids in emergency situations from infant to five years old. Uh, we'll be uh, doing Metro World Kids, which they go into the elementary school every day, and they minister and love on those kids. We'll be uh, ministering with, uh, like Emily mentioned, the, the school-age kids from pre-teens to teens. Uh, every day they go out, and they love on these kids. Um, 9500 a week. And they, they are just, you know, throughout the day. Like when we were there, you know, we were jumping in van, We'd leave one school and jump in another van. I hope this is the right van. Uh, you, know, some, you know, these aren't the same people we jumped in a van with, but you know, they 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 seem to be, uh, you know, they, they know where we're going. So I'm good. Um, we'll be serving with Operation Blessings, passing the food out to uh, s- some local people uh, in the in the area, and serving on Sundays at the the Village Church, and then. Uh, me and Emily will be going with Pastor Paul to the Ogilvall Village Church Pastor Conference in late July. So we'll, me and Emily will be doing that. Um, so, yes, yeah, serving is a big deal, but and but when they they see when these people see these kids see the, these families in dire needs, and they see um, they see us coming, they see us serving them. It's not more about, it's more about, you know, the, what we have sacrificed. Not just us, but, you know, all of us. We, we have left a, you know, comfortable place to go and serve these people. And these people take notice. Because they see us, and they think we're rich. And in their, you know, point of view, we are. Compared to them, we are rich. And they see us handing them food. They see us, um, you know playing with them, the kids, I see us playing with them, and it just, it's not more about, you know, us serving, but it's more about us loving on them. Love covers, like the word says, love covers a multitude of sins. You know, 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says that, I hope that's right, uh, says out of the greatest of these is love. So it's not just about, you know, it, it is about serving and people getting served, but it's about championing and loving these people. Like, what we said last year, they could still be holding that word. Cause just because of, you know, the sacrifice that we made of going and the obedience that we did in going, 
our obedience is not, most of the time, it's not for us, it's for other people. Um, so, with that being said, we have a video ready uh, just to give you guys a little highlight, a little information of who will be going. I'm sorry, Terry and Mandy, you guys weren't in this video, but they're going. Uh, and I do not own the, the rights to this music, just a disclaimer, <laughs> so... We done? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, me and Emily are called to missions, not because we're the mission coordinators, but because 11 years ago we were called to this church. And if you're called to this church, you're called to world missions. Um, and a lot, a lot, so a lot of us, that looks like not going, but it looks like sending. So, at the end of this month, the last Sunday of this month, we're going to take in a we're going to be taking an, uh, a special offering for those who are going, and blessing them. Um, I think is they're going to get the money regardless if you give it to them or not. But why not just send them anyway and just be a part of the vision of this church? Um, you know, God gets like last year. God got us you know money in a crazy way. I remember we were doing a garage sale, and within three. 35 minutes, I had, you know, people call me and said, well, I got this much money for you, and blah, you know, and it's like, well, I, now I got all this junk I don't know what to do with, you know. So, um, you know, God will, will, you know, get them this money, but um, we're just going to ask you guys to, you know, take hold of the vision of this church and take hold of, you know, the, um, just what they've decided to already do. Like I said, they, they said yes. So I just um, we're just going to ask you guys just to to bless them, uh, say yes to you know just giving, and don't even ask them like, hey, how are you doing on on your your uh, your fundraising? If God lays it on your heart to give to them, just give to them. So, you have anything? <clears throat> so the other day, um, the Holy Spirit gave me this word, so I'm going to read it directly how I wrote it down because He told me not to change it. It's so much bigger than being about you. Think about the first moment when you experienced Jesus because someone else listened to him and came to you. That's what it's all about, the redemption of him and bringing it to everyone around you. Your hands and feet are meant to carry the mission. There is no better place to be in the middle of what Jesus is doing and honor your creator. When we think about, when we think we aren't capable or it's just impossible, we have to know he loves to work through us all the time. God sees the light in you every time, not the darkness. We just have to trust in it, walk in trusting ourselves to carry the light. When you're consumed with him and what he wants, all the, what he wants, all the lies disappear, and you have the confidence to do what you need to do. So I guess that's it. <laughs> so we give it all to you. Good job.
Good job. Um, I've got a second. Um, go to Second Corinthians eight, please. First through the fourth verse. <clears throat> As they said at the end of the last Sunday, uh, the last Sunday of this month, we're going to take up an offering for World Missions and people going on, people going to kind of help them out, but. I want to read you something here. I can't if I can. I can now. <clears throat> this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. This is the churches we talked about in uh, Wednesday night. And that in a great trial of affliction, their abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in riches of their liberality. So, in other words, there's a way to go from poverty to riches. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing, employing us in much urgency that we would receive the gift of the fellowship of the ministering of the saints. Go back to, go back two verses. How do you go from poverty to riches how do you do that I'm not going to tell y'all alright I want y'all to give and I want y'all to give and I want y'all to give big what I do want you to do is this we're going to pray right here in just a few minutes and you pray that God gives you a number that goes beyond your comfort zone and takes and kind of stretches you. It's called a faith promise offering. God, if you give me the number, you'll give me the money. And when you do, I'm giving it into what you wanted it to be done for. So I mean, so what what I'm saying is, is if you do this and you do this the right way, you're looking at a forty thousand dollar offering. Boom, and whatever and and whatever else we have left over, we'll put that into foreign missions as well. I mean. I don't want to believe small here. I really don't. I believe that if you pray and you're sincere in your prayer today that God will give you a figure in your head and he will make that number happen for you because he knows your intention. He knows it's done with a pure heart. He knows it's done, hey, I want to help. I want to get something done. I want to be a part of what's going on. God, you give me a number and you get it to me in a way so everybody will know that it's you. We did this one in the first couple of years at the church. We did this and, I mean, we were a small, small church. And we did, a, I think in a month, we did, a, we did this one It was $22,000. And we didn't, we had never seen that kind of money before at that time, you know. It just, that's the way it was. 
but we want to help, we want to serve, and the people that, that, that give do just to get the same reward as those who actually go and do. If you give a prophet a glass of water, you get a prophet's reward. The word says, right? So I'm going to participate in this. I want to do it. So let's stand our feet. I'm like.